You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me tell you about a time when I learned the meaning that I assigned to money. So a few years back when we were formalizing a lot of what we do with Dear Young Married Couple um, publicly, we went to a business conference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a conference for us was traditionally like preaching and choir and prayer. And uh, it wasn't this type of conference that we were used to, even though we had gone to like some leadership workshops for work, you know, different agencies we worked for, but, um, this was a lot different than what we were used to. Well, it really just got us out of our comfort zone. Totally. Um, like Chris said, we've been to a few, but not, not a ton. And this one just, you know, we've read a lot of books, but this was definitely kind of more of a, a do we were doing mm-hmm. a, a lot. Like it was uh, kind of hands-on stuff mm-hmm. and they had us do a, an assignment. Well, activity probably the Mm -hmm. best word they had us do an activity that was just kind of outside of our comfort zone and our norm so this activity was called talk to money and we were like that's kind of weird we've never done that before (laughs) so we had to personify money and so the person next to us acted as if they were money and they didn't really say anything or much at all Um, and then as the speaker we had to tell money what we think about it And so we had to use first and second person. So like I and you, and so money, you, you know, were, were like this growing up and I thought this of you growing up and I was mad about this pertaining to you. And I was so thankful about this pertaining to you. And so we really had this, like Adam said, out of the box experience. It got us out of our comfort zone to talk to money. And what I learned is that money is so much more than a medium of exchange, which is, you know, your typical definition of money. Um, And it's so much more than just a necessary means to survive or pay our bills. Um, But we assign meaning to money based on our upbringing, our family of origin, our community, our church culture. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just such a fascinating experience. Right. And I think that's why Jesus does so much in the Bible um, with money. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we know for a fact that Jesus spends a lot of time on money, like totally. 16 out of the 38 parables mm-hmm. that Jesus gives is about money and possessions. There are a lot more stats we'll get into later, but Jesus assigned knows that we place meaning and value on money and that sometimes can hinder us and sometimes really push us forward in life. Yeah, I think one of the things that we think about money when we think about scripture is that money is 
uh, some people misquote it and think that money is evil. Mm. Money is the root of evil. Um, you know, think about first Timothy, but actually the scripture says that the love of money is the root of evil. And so, you know, we can either worship wealth or we can worship with our wealth. And I want to do the latter. Yeah, me too. In this podcast or video, we want to talk about how we place value and meaning upon money. So yes. we make it mean many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really a lot of times based on how you grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, just recently I, I had a session with a couple and just because of how things were never secure or stable, she saw money in a lot of ways. Well, actually one of her needs was she wanted more of a savings. Mm-hmm. So even though they were trying to do many other things with their money, um, she really, really had this deep need for savings. Well, he didn't see that. He's like, well, why save when we have this other stuff that we really need to put our money toward? Why just put our money into, you know, just an account and just to sit there like that doesn't make sense. It's not doing anything there. But for her, that meant, well, if things happen here, I, you know, I can have some security. I can have some safety. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good it being there, even though it's not doing anything actively for us. It's not paying down debt or it's not working us toward a retirement. It's not doing, but it's doing a lot for me yeah. because it brings me security. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the ways that we view money as security. Yeah. So there's four ways that people tend to view money. The first one being security. And Adam explained that one really well. Another one is status. So money as status. It's like you really care what other people think about your purchases. Um, High quality and uh, maybe name brands matter to you a lot. Um, And so the way that you view money has a lot to do with how other people view your decisions with money. And um, it's, I mean, it could sound like a, a pride thing. And in some cases it is, but sometimes it's just the way you were raised to look at money as more of a status symbol. Right. And it, and yeah, like you said, it could be easy to do that. Like with, with money to see it like, or oh, if I buy this, people will value you more. Mm-hmm. That's probably something we all have to look out for. Right. If I had that nice thing, everybody's going to appreciate me more. Um, but in some ways we appreciate having things more, um, Mm -hmm. not, not, not that it's just something that, you know, if I have this other people, but sometimes we ourselves will like the status of that status of that thing. Yeah. Um, a third thing is that we see money as bringing enjoyment. Mm -hmm. So this, this typically, yeah, this is influenced from our childhood too. Some, Mm -hmm. some people didn't have money to do anything. So they felt very locked in to how, you know, their life, they didn't have much, Mm -hmm. they they didn't have much flexibility. So, um, and it stifled them from doing the things they wanted. So say like going to Disneyland or they couldn't do that because they didn't have money. Mm -hmm. Um, so when they, they do see money as, you know, enabling you to enjoy life more. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is money as power or control. And this one's less about like, you know, power hungry, I'm in charge. It's not like that, but more like if I have money, then I have the ability to do more. 
Um, and that could even be like uh, money has the power to help further the kingdom, right? Um, but in a personal case, it could be things more like, um, you know, I have the ability to influence others if I have more money because you could put put things mm -hmm. in place to be able to have an influence on others in a positive way. Um, you know, we, someone who thinks of money as more of power, they might be more into the independence of money where like, if, um, if autonomy. you, yeah, autonomy, if you earn the money, then you need to decide where to spend it. They might be less into joint spending decisions. Um, so in that case, it could hinder the relationship quite a bit. You could see that popping up in your relationship. If you have a spouse or if you are a spouse that, um, sees money as more power or control. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, too, we'll see this uh, people reverting or this being strong in their life that mm -hmm. they see money as control if they didn't have a lot of control in their upbringing or maybe that things were just haywire. Yeah. So money was used as a way of like kind of balancing things or, you know, all this is out of my control, but at least I have this mm -hmm. that I can hold on to and not worry because... I can bring a moniker of control into my life. Right. Um, we're just kind of like glancing over it. We have so many stories of couples and, and people that we've worked with that money kind of surfaces as one of these things. Um, probably didn't do a fantastic job of, of describing each because we're going so fast. But that's on purpose. But that's on purpose. <laughs> we have an announcement for you. We are actually going to be diving deeply into this topic of money and your marriage mm -hmm. on june 25th at 5 p.m pacific time that's a friday evening we're gonna go live for 90 minutes probably more we'll probably go over that night um, but we're gonna go live and it's going to be all about uh, money and your marriage we're gonna talk about these four meanings that we assign to money we're actually gonna give you a quiz that you can take um, with your spouse to figure out the meaning you assign to money we're also going to do that activity that we talked about in the beginning of speaking to money, talk to money, um, as well as a myriad of other things that we are excited to put in your hands um, in the form of freebie PDFs and the live interaction that we're going to have that night with our community of couples. Right. And it's all about us just creating a space and time for us to have a conversation um, or you guys, you and your spouse, to have a conversation about money. Um, kind of in a safe place mm -hmm. that's not right after an argument. <laughs> so you guys can have just kind of a, you know, get on the same page because mm -hmm. it's really interesting when people see money as different things, our goals sometimes are different mm -hmm. about money and, and, and the way we see our journey getting to our goals. Yeah. So, so it's so helpful for us to get on the same path and understand, okay, this is why you're coming from this side. Mm -hmm. So how can we help you um, have safety while, you know, reaching, having the freedom and enjoyment, right? Or, while reaching my goal, how do we mm -hmm. have that, uh, that balance there? And so, um, this monthly live date night is to kind of get that conversation started. Maybe we won't solve all the, all of your problems with money <laughs> <laughs> or, um, solve all of your goals for money. But um, hopefully just to start fostering that um, conversation in your marriage. Yes. And this is our sneaky way of doing it. Yes, because here's the sneaky part. <laughs> we are only going to charge a dollar for this date night. We're calling it our dollar date night. We want as many couples as possible to be part of this. We have been yeah. doing, if you've been connected with us for a while, you know that we've been doing monthly live date night and it has been a blast. We have, um, we have 
mm-hmm. probably about 80 couples that are part of monthly live date night. Yeah. Um, only about 20 to 25 come live every month, but then a lot of people watch the replay mm-hmm. and we want you to be part of that. It has been so empowering and mm-hmm. so um, insightful for us, even, even though we're leading it. And we've heard that from a lot of the couples as well, that they're getting so much out of it. Yeah. So we want you to come for a dollar. And then if you decide to stay, we would love that. And you can join us for future monthly live date nights where we talk about um, sexual intimacy, emotional intimacy, connection in your marriage, how to argue well, so many other topics that come up during monthly live date night. Um, But this one is all about money and your marriage. It's going to be so, so much fun. And we really want to see you there. So we're making the barrier to entry super low. It's only $1. (laughs) I mean, if you can't afford a dollar, oh my word. But this is our way of getting you there so that you enjoy it and say, oh, wow, we probably need to do this in our marriage Mm -hmm. and stay for a long, long time. Yes. So that's our sneaky way. And we are going to cover a lot of the more emotional aspects of money and spiritual aspects of money that we talked about today. But we're going to get really practical, too, because 78 percent of people are living paycheck to paycheck in America. And I think it's like 39% wouldn't be able to afford a $1,000 emergency. So we're going to talk to you about how to overcome that, how to not live paycheck to paycheck, and how to make sure you have an emergency fund. Um, We're going to give you lots of practicals about getting out of debt and also about investing and share with you some of the choices we've made in terms of investing. Because we've been there before. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And uh, God's helped us a lot since then. So join us. We're going to have a great time. Yes. You seriously don't want to miss it. You can follow the link in the show notes if you are listening on podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can follow the link in the description and it'll take you to a registration page where you can just pay a dollar to register for monthly live date night, whether you will be there live or if you're going to join us um, after the fact for the replay, you'll have access to that plus all the prior date nights that we've done. So it's a pretty sweet deal. Join us. See you there. We'll see you soon.